Oh. And we're back. Hooey. And better than ever. And better than ever. We got Evan this week. What would? Hey, what's good, everybody? I'm so sorry for missing last week, but I'm here. It's all good, buddy. Welcome to episode 40 of Fourth and Dirty. Happy four we're all virgins. Happy 420. <laughs> Happy four motherfucking 20. Yep. <laughs> we couldn't have planned all that fours and twos and zeros if we wanted to. So maybe it was meant to be. Maybe it was meant to be. It was always meant to be. So it's what we. It's gonna be four hours and twenty minutes long. So oh my god, <laughs> that's too much. That's too much. So how you guys? So heaven, you you missed last week. How you doing? You feeling all right now? I am feeling way better than last week. And yeah, the coronavirus. I'm... No, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I am healthier than ever. Um, and yeah, I'm just chilling, just watching uh virtual raves, uh, cleaning the house. And definitely partaking in 420 like no tomorrow. All right. Adam, how you doing, buddy? I am doing fan-freaking-tastic. Ooh, freaking-tastic. Yeah, I am trudging. I am in the I am in the glut of the Adventure Time seasons. Ooh. I think season six. Yep. The, I think it's the second or third season that, uh, that has like 50 goddamn episodes each. Yep. And um, they have... A lot of nothing episodes, and it's almost <laughs> frustrating to uh, watch, but I'm getting through it, and I just got to the part where we see Jermaine for the first time, mm-hmm. and that is a real treat. And that's how uh, I've also been uh, catching up on some uh, Westworld, which is a... Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, season two is kind of all right, but uh, I heard season three has is back to form. So I'm catching up right now, and it's such a good show. I highly recommend uh, anybody who has HBO to watch it. Very nice, very nice. Over here in uh, studio headquarters, I have decided to start playing Pokemon Gold. What? (laughs) Going old. Going old, old, old school. Animal Crossing. I'm done with that shit. No, I'm just not kidding. I'm a. I'm too rich to stop playing now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gotta buy my stocks, sell them for millions of dollars, and just chill out and relax now. But yeah, I started playing Pokemon Go. I was feeling uh I was feeling nostalgic and I didn't like really how the new game looked and I didn't really like some of the other newer versions, so I was like, you know what? I'm going all the way back. All the way back. <laughs> That's how I do around here. All right, boys, let's bust into the NFL news. Boom, boom, boom. Let's off, get into this shit. Off the top, Kareem Hunt has now officially signed his second-round tender. So guess what, Nick Chubb fans? It's going to be a shared backfield now. Ouch. Get the fuck out of there. Ah, I was already leaning away, and now I'm definitely, I'm off. I'm out. Passing on. So you're not going to keep him for a 12th rounder? I'm not going to keep Nick Chubb for a 12th rounder. I will keep Kenyon Drake for a 12th rounder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I I just don't I now no longer feel Nick Chubb has the ability to break into the top five like he was last year before Kareem Hunt was around. And yeah. uh I just think it's a different offense in general, one that wants to pass to running backs, you know, with Kevin Stefanski there. So uh I see, I just see more of a, a tandem situation and that means I gotta find value somewhere else. Yeah, they also have a uh, legitimate tight end option now over in Cleveland. So. Exactly. All right. 
Also another murky and confusing situation. Matt Burita signs a one-year tender with the 49ers. Uh-oh. We still got four running yeah. backs. I am I am nowhere. I'm not going to touch this backfield. It's going to be any any type of any type of situation where you have a glut of running backs in a specific system and you don't know who the starter is and it's basically a revolver of who gets the big week. I don't want any of that. That's too much of a guessing game. That's too much stress for me. That's yeah. I do not enjoy that at all. We saw so it. I, I am officially gone out with the 49ers. I'm out with the 49ers. Like it was nice picking up um oh man, I forget his name. Raheem uh, Mostert. Raheem was it Mostert? It was some oh yes, yes. Raheem Mostert for like a week or two and like, oh yeah, yeah, he's the man, and then literally nothing like for a couple of weeks. So it's like, no, I can't be burned. Once I'm burned, I do not want to reaggravate that injury. So that's a fair. That's a yep. fair assessment. I mean, we saw it with uh, Doug Peterson. You know, Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard. It's just fucking. It gets confusing. You never feel like you're picking the right player the right week. And I just went off that train. I don't want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, if mm-hmm. if if one of if if just one of them hadn't come back, I would have been interested because it's like, all right. I'll take whoever's the cheaper of the value, and I'll probably get myself something useful—a good flex play week to week. And, uh, I think I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but you know, did you did you also remember that um, Jarek McKinnon is still exactly on the team? That's why I said four running backs, not three. <laughs> That's actually crazy. Absolutely crazy. I you like this next name. Your Evan, your boy DeAndre Washington is now signed with DeAndre the Chiefs. Washington. Let's get it, baby. But fuck you for going to the Chiefs. So I, I found so that was that's an interesting move because you know what I want to I want to get into this because this was really the big thing that that I wanted to talk about. But it's but it's a but it's a rumor and and it's not really so much news. So the Jags are open to trading Leonard Fournette. And the team that initially came out as a strong contender was the Chiefs. And I was like, oh, man, that sounds amazing. But then they go and sign DeAndre Washington. So now I'm, like, confused about the situation. I'm ready for Washington. Or clearly they don't want him. So that's the other option. I don't give a fuck. DeAndre Washington is probably a really good number two behind whoever – uh, the Chiefs want to be as the number one, or he could just be the number one. Who, can, He's who knows? He's gonna be the number one. I'm telling you. What actually? This is this plays. This is actually less about the Chiefs for me, and more about Josh Jacobs because now Josh Jacobs has the whole goddamn backfield to himself all the way in Vegas. So I think this is stock way up for Josh Jacobs, in my opinion. Okay, I like it. That's a good point. I like fantasy implications both sides. Exactly. So keeping on with Leonard Fournette, do you actually think they're going to trade him, and where would he go that would be a good fit for him? I mean, the Chiefs. The Chiefs sounded great. Yeah, I don't think he's going to make it through the season on the on Jacksonville because he it's it's been clear ever since uh, Coughlin took over, although he's not on the team anymore, that Leonard Fournette does not want to be in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, he wants out of there. Yeah, he wants out of there. Um, and what's really good for other teams is he's still on his rookie deal, which yep. is going to be great. But I'm not really sure who would want 
like all the teams that wanted a running back right now already signed yeah. their people and the draft is coming up in a couple of days where they could literally draft a good running back for a rookie deal um, that's going to be exactly another Nothing. four years yep. instead of maybe a half-year rental and then they have to debate whether or not they want to sign him for big money. Good point. Um, I'm telling you right now. I mean, I could see the Detroit Lions <laughs> okay. giving, giving him a shot because he could be literally the runner and they could have on Johnson as a the pass running back. Okay. Um, and he is a good workhorse too, so it gives the load off of on and he could actually play a full 16 games. Um, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You don't believe he's going to get traded? I don't believe Fournette has what everybody says he has. Like You've never believed in on, him. I never believed in him. Like When the fuck did we ever talk about him unless it's getting traded or him talking shit? Is he or your Jameis Winston? I gotta look. I gotta look up his stats because you because you're saying he's never been good. You've never liked him. You've always hated him. Yeah. You you just happened to draft it, draft him on his worst season, which was his second season, and now you're forever burned. Yeah. Would you be mad to know he's had two years of thousand plus rushing yards? No, but how many touchdowns? It's a year. So 2017, that was the golden year. Ten thousand forty rushing yards and nine touchdowns. Sounds that's savage. That's savage rushing yards. Ten, yeah, ten. Well, one thousand and forty rushing yards okay. and nine touchdowns. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, ten thousand yards. No oh, way. Wait, no wait, fucking way. Trash. Yeah, exactly. But then you know, 2018. That was the mega burn year. Four hundred thirty-nine yards. You know, that was the injury, oh, the suspension. Oh, my ass hurts. Stop talking about it. And then, and then 2019. I would say an underrated year. You know, eleven hundred yards, but only three touchdowns. Yeah, what's that for fantasy? But he also had 100 targets, 100 targets and 76 receptions. So I th- I think there could be – that's why I think the best spot for Leonard Fournette is Jacksonville. And I and I heard a rumor that they were shopping him, him around to kind of show – kind of break his ego, to show him, hey, look, you're not as valuable as uh, you think you are. Because you said it, Adam, that all the other teams who wanted a running back have signed a running back. Yeah, they shopped him weeks ago, and now they're circling back trying again, and no one's interested. So they're kind of—it's kind of like a boop, burst that bubble. I think he's getting egotistical again. You know, Maybe pop the, that. Uh, Remember, it's a new Maybe. regime. It's a new coach. It's Jay Gruden now. I know they. I know they just signed their fifteen thousand running back, but maybe the Forty ers can just trade all the running backs and give it to Jacksonville, <laughs> and then they could just get Leonard Fournette. <laughs> Oh my god. All right, all right. Let's 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 wrap this up. So, the Jags yeah. not only want to trade Fournette, but they cut Marquise Lee. So, you remember that that AFC championship team that was also leading the pa- Patriots at one point in that game? Yeah. They had a 10-point lead into the yeah. in the fourth quarter. Blow that apart. All of them, every single player almost gone, all of them. Fucking that's crazy. It's crazy. They got so burned they didn't even want to be on that team anymore. So, now that Marquise Lee gone is gone, I'm actually I'm I'm Happier about DJ Shark's potential outlook because that that should be more targets. Exactly. That is do 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 do. I'm still not gonna buy him in the fucking fourth round that everybody's going for though. Nah, fifth or sixth. Yeah, maybe if that if that we'll see we'll see. And the Bears have cut Trey Burton, so now we have a clear situation about the tight end in Chicago, which is I still don't care. 
Still disappointing. <laughs> Still very disappointing. I don't even know who it is. <laughs> Probably should have looked that one up. Oh, well. uh, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. There you go. Old man. Old man Jimmy Graham. All right. Speaking of rumors, so there was a big one floating around, and that was OBJ was being traded to the Vikings. And I was like, whoa, that's the fucking craziest thing ever. Why would they trade? trade Ste- they thought Stefan Diggs was a problem. OBJ is a problem. Like, you, you are inviting the devil himself into your home. And then they're like, oh, no, that's not happening. So I guess that's not happening now. Yeah, that uh, Zimmer would tear up his whole asshole. Oh, yeah. And relegate him to special teams. Remember Cordell Patterson? No. <laughs> he, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a Zimmerman thing. Yep. Barry. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's not that's not going to happen. That Those personalities do not mesh very well. No, not at all. So we also got the NFL draft is Thursday. What what? You guys excited? Oh shit, I'm ready. I need some football in my life. It's gonna be all digital. Yeah. And I'm ready for these sock puppets. Oh, no sock puppets? Um I heard it didn't go particularly well, so there may be sock puppets still. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> the apparently these guys still live like it's uh, Y2K. Like they have no idea how technology works or how conference calls work. Because apparently multitudes of them are leaving their mic on and then you know it causes a cacophony of audio problems like so you know what we're like we're doing right here we're recording the three of us for the podcast imagine 32 teams the nfl maybe like espn's piped in like just the nightmare of like audio and these dinguses can't mute themselves (laughs) forget how to draft without the internet yeah like they've, they've they've been around pre-internet so i don't understand why they're having such a difficult time now that they are basically relegated to before the technology that they don't know about yeah it's it's amazeballs so this is gonna be this is gonna be super fucking funny and i highly suggest you watch it because you'll never see anything like it again (laughs) no (laughs) they'll never let it happen again they'll be like i don't care if the black plague and and corona merge into a new super virus the draft will be done live <laughs> next year. <laughs> oh, my God. So, speaking of the actual draft, the 49ers are apparently open to trading not just one, but even both of their first-round picks, which is the 13th and 31 picks. What are they doing? I, um, that speaks to me that either A, they feel that the draft is so deep that they don't need a first-round pick, or B, they ain't got no money. <laughs> so That's they have those two first round right. picks and then nothing till the fifth round. Ouch. Yeah. So for me, that might be a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Because yeah. uh, with the first rounders, you have to guarantee them a certain salary. Exactly. Um, so if they want to trade away their first two round picks and basically accumulate a whole shit ton of second or third rounders, um, which is not a guaranteed salary. Um, that's probably their strategy because they spent a lot of money on Jimmy Graham and that's probably a big chunk of their cap space. So I'm, I'm probably thinking they need just more draft picks that are not guaranteed for their money. I'm ready for the Patriots to sneak into that 13th spot. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, I don't mind. Fucking the empire continues on, man. If that fucking happens. 
No, they had oh, 20 years of prosperity. They need 20 years of shit now. Exactly. <laughs> Sit down. Your time is over. <laughs> Never. So, Adam, you, I think your theory about money is right because they got the 13th pick from the Colts, and they had to do that because they couldn't pay the defensive two of the defensive tackles they had. So they had to trade one of them away and made it our money problem. So now they got this extra first-round pick they didn't really want. Oh my God. So they're probably going to try to trade down. Like you said, little A, little B over here. And apparently the Falcons are also aggressively trying to get into the top five. What for? What do they know? Uh, what, do, what do they know? I heard the rumor for a cornerback, but I'm like, what the hell? Top cornerback? Five? God damn. No. If it's for, <clears throat> if they're trying, the, so that says, if they're trying to go into the top five, they're either going to try and go for, how old is Matt Ryan? Like, he's not, he's not. Anywhere close to retirement age, because that's like if you're going for the top five, you're, no, he's, he's got to be corner. he's got to be like thirty nine. CB CB. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just speculating because usually a team would trade up that high either for a running back or a quarterback. He's currently thirty four. So he's still. I mean, he still has like four more years. Really four if we if we think he can play like <laughs> Breeze at the very least, or even even. Even uh, Philip Rivers played is still playing at thirty nine. Yeah, so that's it's really strange to me that they that they are trying to uh, go for a top five pick because usually for those types it's more than likely a quarterback. Yeah. Um, remember Mitch Trubisky. Um, I don't know. That's it seems very strange to me unless they are just trying to uh, groom. I mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against them going for Herbert, even though I think he's a bust. They okay. could do like a grooming situation where they could have him sit for a couple of years, um, and actually have him learn the system instead of just throwing him into the fire, which I think most teams are gonna do. Um, Definitely, amen. Yeah. All righty. Well, that concludes our NFL news. So you know what that means, guys. Class is in session. It is fantasy football 101 and then and then 201. That's right. You get a double dose. All all the fucking terms. What the hell's going on? So we got we had several requests where people were like, "Okay, I I'm, you're talking strategy all the time and you're breaking down things, but how the hell do you even start or what do you mean by this or by that?" And it's kind of like, "All right, maybe it's time to put this all into one sort of mega reference for everybody and we can always go hey check out episode 40 it explains everything you need to know about fantasy football and then you listen to that and you can listen to any episode and just know immediately what we're talking about so that's what we did so i can set it all up so here we go so you're probably thinking well i can we'll just start at the beginning what the hell is fantasy football quite honestly it's it's kind of like dungeons and dragons or video games for jock nerds you know there's tables and spreadsheets and numbers out the fucking wazoo and you're and you're trying to pick your own team like you're a you know an nfl gm so you know you're just living out of fantasy just like anybody else is hell yeah, yeah step into my office bitch <laughs> exactly step into my come on let's get the fuck out of my office so <laughs> you know and the, the th- fun thing about fantasy football is is you can set this up any way you want the way we have our home league set up the one we talk about all the time is very different than the way most teams do it like for instance the way our the number of points our quarterbacks get is different than pretty much every other league out there we're like right in the middle when everybody else picks one or the other so like 
it's all up to you. So usually it's it's kind of like eight to twelve people. We usually recommend ten or more. That way it's the most equal balance of uh you know number of players in the pool com- competition. Eight, you know, you get really stacked teams. It's not as fun. You know, kind of one team usually ends up running away with it just by by pure luck, and that's it. Yeah. So, so after that, everybody uh, selects a team or drafts. So that's why the, the word draft is so prominent. It's very much it's the exact same thing like the NFL does. And then every year we we battle each other head to head every week, you know, boop boop boop, all that shit until there's one victor. There's a champion at the end of the year. That's the whole reason we do it. So like I said, every week you have to set your lineup, and that's the that's the hard part is setting your lineup. The draft is just the beginning. Setting your lineup every week is where it all matters. You face your opponent, and then every action in a real NFL game has a has a damage points if you want to, if that helps you, or or points scored, and whoever has the most points at the end of the week wins. And that's pretty much the gist of fantasy football. Like I said, it's like a video game. It's like D&D. It's an RPG, but for football. <laughs> America. <laughs> exactly. We fucks with that. I mean, hell, guys, we've been playing. We've been doing this league for seven years now. This will be our seventh season. And like Adam and I have been playing years before that, before this league. We like, started this league with, with our close friends. So we're probably talking a decade easy of fantasy football. I mean, that's like a D&D campaign right there, man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Adam. So uh, there's a, a several types of uh, fantasy leagues out there. What are a couple of them? Yes. Um, so depending, this is all. All right. We're going to repeat this phrase a lot during this uh, session, but this is all depends on your crew of people. Um, so there's they're they're in their level of commitment. So we're gonna do like daily or weekly commitments, I guess. Um, so as it implies, it's a shorter in nature with very little commitment. Um, this is the option that's associated frequently with like the gambling. It's like those uh DFS ones where they just do their drafts and stuff every week. Um. Addicted to that drafting. Yeah, just addicted to the drafting. And it's almost, like I said, it's almost no commitment because you just do it uh, like once a week and then you you don't have to get stuck with the players, you know, throughout a whole season. You just do like a redraft. Well, not a redraft, but you could just like keep on going. You could just basically draft a team, see what happens, see the results. And you just, if you don't like the results or if you do like the results, it doesn't matter. You're just going to do it again. Um Usually those are kind of the leagues where money is involved, like the million dollar uh, jackpots can be found, like the um, fantasy or what's it called? Uh, like, DraftKings. That, that's, yeah, that's DraftKings. Yeah, like, like okay. DraftKings and FanDuel. Exactly. Um, you got to be near perfect. That is crazy. Yeah. With yeah. That. yeah. Like there's always that. There's always like a a thread that I see on uh, Reddit, like after every week, be like, all right, so if you drafted these players. This week you basically won because this is the per- like the perfect lineups that they always uh, put out. Yeah. Um, oh, my computer just decided to go to sleep. Hello. You still? We yeah. still got you, man. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm still here. <laughs> um. So yeah. So um. So just like Vegas, the house always wins in this situ- in this scenario. So yeah. the winning is pretty low depending on your. Um, uh, situation um and it does 
require Your money don't make you... money that's what they mean <laughs> yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah yeah so that's uh so that's like the weekly drafts over here yep and um as always just a little psa if you have an addiction to gambling or financial issues we do not condone gambling do not do this if you are in any one of those situations it's only going to yeah, end up in problems at the end of the day this is supposed to be a game this is supposed to be fun so if this is not fun and this is causing stress in your life, seriously stop and take a look at it. Okay, but that's so, it. Speaking of uh, gambling, um, it is an addiction, and I'm gonna be quite honest with you. Um, fantasy football is essentially my addic- my addiction. Mm-hmm. So that leads into another the most common type of. Uh, fantasy football thing is the redraft or season long fantasy which is the most common type and this is basically what we're going to be talking about mostly on this show um is essentially where each year um your league chooses from the entire player pool including old and new players um and you the league manager um or the commissioner rather he'll set up a date and everyone will gather around either uh online or in person Mm -hmm. and then they'll draft their players for the for the year and i like those i like that a lot because i could make as many random leagues as i want and oh man it's so good doing draft season oh yeah oh yeah i've got i usually run three or four like redraft or the next one, like keeper leagues. <laughs> yes. Because again, it's, it's, it's an addiction. That. And that's why I don't do the daily because I, I would probably lose a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Can't do that. No, can't do that. So, Evan, we were talking about keeper leagues. So that's the, the next yeah, one up. Our league, because pretty much we merged into a keeper league since we did that first year for all of us doing that. And that is pretty much having one of the 12 or 10 players you have had on your team and next year you are pretty much with the same group of people like us we've been doing this like you guys said seven years and Mm -hmm. it's the same motherfuckers but we've just been doing it regular like everybody else like in the redraft of the season but now we merge into the keeper league and my keeper last year was George Kittle, which saved my ass multiple, many times, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. many, many fucking times. What'd like, you get him for, like a seventh round or something like that? Seventh round, yeah. Seventh Ooh, round, steal number two tight end. Yep, back to back years. I'll take that shit yeah. any day. And that is giving me awesome and wonderful value throughout my whole season, keeping me safe and everything. So if you luck out with getting a good key- keeper, even with uh, Nick Chubb in the twelfth round for you last year, yep, I know that was beautiful. That worked out. That did work out for last year, but I don't think it's going to work out for this coming year. No, not not this year. So yeah. that's why you changed. That's years. why I changed them exactly. Yeah, that was a good thing about keeper leagues that you can always change it. Like I'm seeing if I want to do George Kittle this year or Mike Thomas, and I'm leaning more to Mike Thomas this year. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I need that security of a wide receiver, especially, of course, you know, I run with wide receivers all day, every day, and running back, so I'll see what happens <laughs> in the little bit of the run. Exactly, exactly. 
But keeper league, you always want that player to be a good one. Don't fuck up your keeper because then you're just stuck with a person that just done dookie all over your team. Yeah. I think the the easiest, one of the easiest ways to, again, this is up to your league. You have to determine what kind of value. But like something we do is the value that they were drafted at last year. So you're like, all right, if you took them for a first last year, is it really a value to take them as a first again this year? Maybe, maybe not. It depends on where you're drafting, what's going on. Like Evan might use his first round pick to keep Michael Thomas because likelihood is he won't. Michael Thomas won't fall to him at the back of the draft at ten. Yeah, no, ten. No, ten. Exactly. So like, and then we we made a rule for our league personally, and I think it's one we advocate is if you got the person off waiver wire, they're worth a twelfth round pick. So they're not nothing, but they are something. Yeah. So, you know, so like, you know, Nick, like I said, Nick Chubb was still a value. I got a top 10 running back for a 12th round pick. So that's up to you. But I'm I'm trying to push for this next one. And I don't know if you guys are going to ever go along with me. Yeah. Going into the next one, it, it kind of scares me because I know the year in, speaking of a dynasty league, and I believe you have a keeper of eight people. Yeah, know? it's like it's pretty much dynasty, but without calling it dynasty. I keep keep eight people, and then it's a twelve man league, so that's one hundred ninety two players off the board. So basically, you're hoping on rookies and like whatever players get dumped in the pool, and it's yeah, usually it's not good. You like like every back. year, like the number one player has been like Marvin Jones for the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh uh, man, I hope I get Marvin Jones. Hmm. <laughs> That is insane. Like, that is dedication right there because yeah. that is a group of how many people do you have? 12. 12 of you guys. Yeah. And all of you guys have eight yeah. people. Yep. And some yeah. of those eight people, you don't even know, like, that you were going to get those eight people. I inherited a garbage team. I'm like, fucking, <laughs> I'm like trying to be like Bill Belichick. I inherited a garbage ass Patriots. I'm trying to turn this into a dynasty with this ragtag group of rascals. I believe it. Championships with it. Well, one year, one year, we'll get there. <laughs> oh my god, I could not even imagine. So you don't you don't want to draft twenty five players? Twenty five oh, players that it'll, it'll, I wouldn't even know. We're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing rookies. it like all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know uh, what all we would day. do for that one oh. is we could do. Uh, we could do like a a delayed one where it's like, all right, you have twenty four hours. So like every time someone's turn comes up, like all right, you got twenty four hours to like think about your pick real quick, and kind of like it moves along over the days. But like we have a certain time limit, so we'd have to start at like, you know, January or some shit. So by the time the rookies came along, we were ready to yeah. like roll them in or something. Mm-hmm. Because it all becomes about once you once you do the whole league draft, it come it becomes about just drafting rookies every year, just like the real NFL. So it's super, super real to the NFL. Yeah. All right. So that's kind of the four main types you would run into when you're playing fantasy football. Obviously, again, it's all about that commitment level. You know, it's, do you want to go super extreme all the way at the other end or does redraft sound more fun or daily or weekly? Uh, maybe give daily or weekly a try. See if fantasy football is something you're interested in. You know, it's only a week long commitment. I'm sure there's like cheap free options, like best ball, I believe is a thing where you can just, what's the best lineup I can possibly get? Whatever. It doesn't matter. 
try that. If you're a little more interested, just try their ESPN has just random leagues. You can join, just join a random league, do a draft, see how you feel it's for practice guys, you know? Yeah. It's for practice, you know? And then when you're, then when you're, you did well that year and maybe you have some other friends, you know, or coworkers, that's usually a frequent thing, you know, hit them up, say, Hey, I'll run a league. I'll be the commissioner. You can ask me how to do it. It's, it's not as hard as you think. There's only like workout like the first two weeks, and then you just play fantasy football the rest of the time. <laughs> yep. But it. some uh, some great platforms. So you're probably thinking, okay, where the hell can I play this thing? Some great platforms to check out, which both have good a good website and a good app. You kind of you want to look for both, and you're gonna want to try out a bunch of them because everyone's got different styles. Like um, so our main league, we're on ESPN. That's an old platform that's been around forever. We're thinking of actually switching over to another one. We've been yeah. we've been talking about moving because they've made some questionable choices, but they have they are the big one, like the reliable one. So the other big reliable one is Yahoo. Um, I've heard a lot of positive things recently, but I haven't actually checked out the 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 app or the website. So that's something that I should probably do this coming year. Is we'll play on it, check it out, see how we do, and that's how we found this next one, which is Sleeper. We seem to enjoy that. We did our listener league for semantics over there last year. Played on some random leagues the year before. Like it's a good drafting tool too, because you get to see all like the colored squares for all the players. Helps helps good for good for draft strategy, as I think. I'm about it. I'm about sleeper. Yep. Um some other big ones if you're interested, CBS. Uh the NFL has their own too. See, like, you know, they got different player pictures and, you know, they got the all the nice copyrighted shit. <laughs> if you're uh, if you're into daily weekly, the big ones are DraftKings and FanDuel. Um, and once again, if you have issues with gambling, don't do it. <clears throat> all right. So getting into it now that you've picked a platform and you're like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm settling on this place. You know what that means? It's the best time of the year. Draft time. I even have a shirt that says uh, draft day is my Christmas. And that's for real. I love drafting. I love mock drafting. I don't do daily because like I said, I don't want to lose money. <laughs> no, don't do that. Nah, no, no, no. <clears throat> I only mock draft during the off season. So I don't have like, maybe I'm, I'm still addicted. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Evan, so there's a couple, couple different ways you can do draft and we've kind of talked about them before, but break them down for us. I got you. So the most popular that we have is usually called a snake draft. And P.S. I'm kind of stressing ours because I'm 10th and I go back to back. And first things first, I don't know how we are going to make sure that I get that back to back championship, you know? Not going to happen, dog. Not going to happen. Because it's year seven of the um us not having a back-to-back champion of course right not even a repeat champion not (laughs) even a repeat champion like that needs to happen that needs to happen it could be a cycle repeat we'll have to we'll have to figure out what are the odds that we have we run through 10 years and everyone wins a championship without a repeat We've only got four more combinations left, so <clears throat> like Rico's been knocking for a while. Maybe he's up next. CJ, maybe CJ, CJ, yeah, CJ had a really good year. 
Yeah, yeah. Christian yeah. McCaffrey. Yeah, going yeah. back to the, going back to me, of course, the champion that we have. Uh, back to back. I really want to make sure that I make that snake draft, you know, the most official that I can, and I really want to make sure that I can utilize it to my best advantage. And mm-hmm. the first person goes up, second person, so on, so on. You get to me. I have a back to back pick, and then round two starts. And then the person that was, uh, that's going to be Rico, right? No. Yeah, Rico. Rico, so he'll have his pick and then so on all the way to the first pick. They'll have their back-to-back pick and then so on all the way until we are done. And they, of course, give me that last little person that our league likes to do. and (laughs) Yeah, the champion has has to have their last pick. Picked for them. And I uh, think I will die on the hill if Andy thinks that you actually have to like start that player. That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. No, that's no, no, nothing that's detrimental to your like win loss record is is how I say punishments should be doled out. Too, too, much, too much power, you know? Too much power. Yeah, no, no. So you're telling me you, you don't want the, uh, the other draft type? Uh... No. 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 Mm, Why no. not? Um. So, and in, so the second one we're just we're kind of poo pooing all over. Um. Is called linear drafting, which essentially the order is kept through throughout each round. Um. So if you're first pick in the first round, you'll have the first pick in each round thereafter. Same if you're last, you'll be last. It's it's not the same in in the terms of. Um, the difference between NFL and fantasy, it's not actually the most fair, in my opinion, um, because once you'll have, say you're picking last in the first round, you have to wait another 10 additional players, uh, or, uh, nine additional players, rather, if you're doing a 10-man league, um, to pick your second player. And the difference in value uh, between the first, the last pick of each round is a tremendously wide gap, and that's why the most predominant um, draft order is snake. Because you know, even though someone will get a Christian McCaffrey in the first round, they're not going to be getting another top tier uh, player until a while back. But also, it brings it back to they'll be picking back to back. But in linear. Essentially, people that also creates a situation where you could tank your season. I don't know why you would tank in fantasy, but some people do that just to get a good draft position, and yep. then they'll just, um, <clears throat> you know, they'll just hoard all the good draft picks, and they could probably tank again just for the troubles. But um, you, you know, know like how Andy, how Andy, like <laughs> tried to flirt with tanking and then actually tanked <laughs> into yeah. that number one. Got him. Yeah, so like yeah, so in our league we we do reverse standing order for the first round and then we'll snake it for the rest of the draft. So in that case they'll have if uh we'll we'll have a tanker that'll have the first a uh, very early pick every round and that's just unfair to all the other play, all the other players that are actually trying to, you know, compete for their team. So, with that in mind, Okay, cool. We got my draft position. What do I do with this pick? Well, you have to go 
and actually pick these players, you need you need to figure out what who the hell am I drafting? What what is the what is a K player? What is a D slash ST? Is that is that an STD? But I don't know. No. <laughs> oh god, gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, gross. You don't want to. No. Um, so there's actually there's different positions that you could pick depending on what your league settings are. Um, so basically, we're, we're going to cover like the general requirements that we think is the most, you know, the fu- most fun, most um, relevant. Um, so like real football, so, you know, like what you would see on a yeah. field, give or take. Yeah. So we're going to start off with the most uh well-known position we're gonna go with quarterback quarterback so that's the guy who he's kind of he's always he's generally in charge of the offense and kind of calls the plays and usually the one throwing the ball uh i say usually because you know in the technically in the game if anyone throws a pass to somebody they get those points but a quarterback is usually the guy who's doing like 99.9 percent of all throwing but Jesse, where, who does he throw it to? Well, he throws it to the uh, wide receivers. <laughs> God damn it. So wide receivers. So those are the players who usually catch the ball, but they're usually, they usually run down the field, and they're running routes is what it's usually called. So they're going out, they're making certain cuts at angles, and they're trying to like fool the defense into doing certain things, and maybe they're crossing and cutting. So usually those are called the wide receivers. They're m- much, much taller guys lankier, very extremely good at catching the ball. Oh, but what if they want to run the ball? Well, those are called running backs. <laughs> running backs. So that's the player who runs the ball. You're usually going to find him behind the offensive line, behind the quarterback. The quarterback usually hands the ball to him, but he can also toss it or even include throwing it to him, and the running back would get the same points as a wide receiver in that instance. But generally, they are running the ball. All right, I don't have a clever one for this one. But next is tight ends. Gary. Yo, this guy, <laughs> he better be on your team at least producing my minimum is seven points. Seven. It's pretty little like he can't catch, but he can. First things first. He better catch or block. He better do one of those things. Usually catches closer to the, to the quarterback and then to the wide receivers because they ain't that fast, okay? No. Don't, don't, don't throw it on them. You got to get, like, three guys to lug them down, but they ain't going to be super fast, okay? Of course, this is a game of football, so you need a <laughs> kicker. Yo, and that's the people that I love the most, but Adam has the most struggle with because we had at least yep. four <laughs> I've, I've hated we had that Adam Oh, God. To, that, to come through and he didn't come through. That Monday night they game? Got to kick the damn ball through the up post. Those yellow two uppos at the ends of the opposite sides of the fields. Just make you, Robbie Gold. Yep, Robbie Gold. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, one job. Kick that bitch with the goddamn goalpost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and obviously, the the, the next, usually all these positions are one player. The most unique one is the defensive unit or the defense and special teams. That's why it's called pronounced D slash ST. These guys better help you win those games, and then it better not be negative nine like I saw some guys this Oof, past. Yep. Okay? Negative nine don't help you. Plus nine help you. Negative nine does not. It usually starts off with 10, then ends up going down or going up. Hopefully it goes up, not down. 
All right. So you just mentioned, oh, a defense can score negative points or positive points. Well, how do these players score all these points? Do you just rank them by how cute they look? Do they how much how many bench presses they have? Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. How 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 tight are those pants? Exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is all depending on your league settings, but there are essentially three types of settings that we go through. So the first one, well, let me just uh, back up a little bit. There's a term that we call where we always, uh, probably I've never said before, but this is called PPR. And what that means is points per reception. And what that means is any player who catches a pass um, for, from a quarterback or even from another player um, on like trick plays, um, they will get one point on top of their usual points. Um, so there's the full PPR where they get one, that's one whole point. And then there's half PPR, which our league usually plays at. Um, basically they'll get half a point in addition to whatever points that they gather for a catch. And then there's a non PPR and it used to be called standard. Some people still call it standard now. Um, standard, essentially, standard, standard. <laughs> That's what we used to be. We used to be standard. Yeah, um, we got rid of that because we felt that it doesn't put enough weight on catching the ball a lot. And you know, non PPR means if you catch the ball, guess what? You get a donut for the points. So <clears throat> it also a makes it more of a touchdown dependent league. Um, so that makes it more balanced in terms of if you want to do like a PPR or half PPR, it makes it more balanced. So players don't have to get a touchdown in order to f- make them feel like they need to score all those points. Um, <laughs> feel like they're part of the team. Exactly. <laughs> and um, yeah. So like I said earlier, we're, we're going to repeat this phrase a lot, but it, all of these points generally depend on your league settings and um i'm gonna let jesse take care of this part yep so this gets into the the nitty-gritty of the of the scoring for fantasy football and we'll and you'll these will these will kind of will match up the terminology in the real game and what we're that's what we're looking for and this is how we get those points and this is all done automatically thank god for these websites and apps i mean I've heard of like guys who have done leagues for like 20 years where they have to used to do it all by like pen and paper and shit or like manually into like Excel spreadsheets. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you, Internet. (laughs) Yeah. I was talking, yeah, I was talking to my dad uh, a couple weeks ago about like he had pals who used to do it before the internet. They did, they had to look up all their scores through the newspaper mm, yeah. and shit and all the stats of the newspaper and the, you know, yeah, the commissioner had to tally up all their shit because, you know, he can't trust everyone to do all their stuff. Exactly. So, yep. Yep. Pen and paper all the way. Yeah. Oof. Nowadays, I'm just a bank. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I just hold on to some money and pay people out. That's it. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's get into the nitty gritty of scoring. So. All players, except for the defense, I have to say all players because even though stereotypically the kicker and the quarterback would never be involved, or even the tight end, the wide receiver would be involved in rushing yards, they could, in theory, do it and thus score points. So I have to say all players except. So all players except the defense can get one point for every 10 yards they run with the ball, and this is known as rushing yards. So the same thing for receiving yards. 
So for every 10 receiving yards, you get one point. Remember, that's when they catch it, usually from the quarterback, and then they they don't necessarily have to run with the ball, but they catch it, and then boom, they get one point for every 10 yards, and that's your receiving yards. Mm. Uh, and then now we have, now we have passing yards. So this again, this is usually found for the quarterback, but that's they get one point for every 25 yards, or if you prefer, 0.4 points for every one yard. Um, the reason it's so stereotypically high is think about the number of yards that like a wide receiver gets in a game versus in the regards a quarterback throws in a game. A quarterback throws what on average 250 yards a game, 300 yards nowadays. Easy. 300 yards is nothing in an NFL game nowadays. And a wide receiver, if he has over a hundred yards, that's a fantastic game. You're like, Oh Jesus Christ. That was amazing balls. So think of that a hundred yards and that's only 10 points. What if that applied to passing yards? That'd be a ridiculous, be <laughs> an obscene amount of points. So it's meant to help balance the quarterback position back out to where they're, you know. So when someone scores twenty five points, you're like, oh god damn, that was a crazy day. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's just that's just all the yardage. That's just yards. We haven't even talked about scoring. The big fucking the whole the fun. You're like, oh fuck yeah, in your face because it's just such a dramatic like uptick on, on on the score yeah exactly fuck you raw when, when that scoreboard lights up with six points you're like in your face and so of course yes. what we're talking about is touchdowns and that's when a player who scores a rushing receiving passing well well actually we'll get into passing or a defensive touchdown is scored and that's six points so they get six points for that guys just like in the real game they get six points so now i i said I said something different about passing. So passing is this is one of those things leagues all have to debate on. So the standard is somewhere between four and six points. So four to kind of nerf the quarterback, six to make them as equal as everybody else. But then think about quarterbacks usually throw two to three touchdowns a game. That's a lot more than a wide receiver or running back gets a game. So they're like, all right. Like in our league, personally, we split it at five. We just split it right in the center. Like we think that's the most even. I think... I've heard no, I've never heard a complaint about it, so I imagine it's working for us. So give it a try. You got to figure out what worked for you guys. So now you're thinking, all right, we got the touchdowns. What about the kicks? So now that fucking kicker. <laughs> it's funny because I've never seen a quarterback do a kick, but a kicker could get rushing yards, which is so weird. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> so a kicker kicks field goals. So what we know, what we normally advocate for is they get three points from anything from. One, I don't think you can do one, but one to 39 yards. So anything with like a, th- you know, up to three. And now 40 through 49 yards, they should get four points. And then anything 50 plus, they get five points for. That's a fucking lot. I mean, how many times have we won games through a kicker? I've lost games for the Yeah, you've lost games for kicker. Like, it's it's actually a critical position, not only in the real NFL, but in, in, in fantasy. So that's how we do that. And then obviously, they get one point for any extra point that they kick. So the other way to score points is two-point conversions, just like in the real NFL game. So any player who throws, catches, or runs for, so even quarterbacks, you only get two points. So it's a two-point across the board for anybody. Now, you get you gain all these points, but there are actually ways to lose points. So, aha. Uh-huh. What? Not, you got lose points? Yeah, it's not just all gaining over here. So this happens when a player commits a turnover, and that's usually when you see a screaming at a player or go, fuck you, so and so, something happened, and usually it's what it's it's one of these things. It's an interception, so the quarterback has thrown the ball to the opposing team, 
fucking Jameis Winston. You know how we fucking just kept oh. ranting and ranting <laughs> and ranting about that guy. Glad he's out of my life. Exactly. Still got a championship. Exactly. Bro. Exactly. Or like maybe a player fumbles the ball, which means they've caught it or they were running with it, James and then pff, the defense punches it out or they fucking drop it. Now the other team's got it. God damn it. So both of those are minus two points. So you can lose two points for that. And the other real real way to lose yards is really from the defense. And that's just how they perform throughout the against their actual real opponent. So, you know, there's strategies later on we'll talk about. But like, you know, if you're playing the Ravens defense and then Cleveland just scores four touchdowns on him, well, your defense played like shit. So your defense probably lost points. So that's really kind of how we mirror that in, in fantasy football. Hopefully you never get that because you don't want that. Ooh, it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal what happens to you. You're like, wow, I thought this was going to work out because I love to stream defenses. So this happens to me enough times to make it rememberable. You're just like, oh, God damn it. Like, <laughs> like the Chargers defense burned me at least once last season. Uh, I think I played the Bucks one time. That, that blew up in my face. You know, my championship no. year, I found the Bears by magic. So, <laughs> but like, I wasn't so lucky this year. Cause de- I mean, because you had uh, you had the Patriots defense this year and it helped you win a championship. Yeah, they helped me the t- first ten games. Exactly, time. and so that's the entire point of why we play fantasy football. Evan, you can attest to it this year. Fuck the fucking championship, man. Hell yeah! Uh, the second year I get to the final or the pre-finals, I actually get to the finals this year and I win that bitch. Exactly. Get to the freaking end of the year, getting that. And finally, like putting all that I've learned into this and actually winning something. Exactly. And getting championship and saying, hey, bitch, I got this bitch, all right? Oh, isn't that the best to just rub it in your friend's face? You're like, ah, I'm so Oh, yeah. It's like, mm, just sustains when, me. Tasty. When, <laughs> when these motherfuckers saw me first get my whole draft set up, they were talking mad shit the whole time. Guys. Yeah. And look, camp now. Yep. Me, bitch. Look at me now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I guess friends are cool, right? Eh, I don't know. Maybe not. Oh, yeah, bitch. I'm the best. What's up? Uh, <sighs> winning's better. I guess you can make money if you're good, too. I don't know. Oh, yes. Yeah. But not nah, winning, winning, it's, winning, it's, winning it's, over yeah, your friends. Lost. Um, winning's so much fun. I love winning. Hey guys, so uh, after getting through the entire episode, we realized it was an hour and a half long and it was way too long for just one episode. So we decided to uh, split it in half. So this week you're going to get Fantasy Football 101. Next week you will get Fantasy Football 2-1. And then the week after you, you will get Rookie Review. So as always, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on fourthanddirty.com or you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fourth and Dirty. You can find Adam at ATM01 on Instagram, ATM1241 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find Evan at EvanTheMighty96 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Jesse Madonna or at Madonna Jesse on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks, guys, checking out. See you next week. Bye.